Okay, my name is Francis Chrysostom. <laughs> okay, um, where are you from originally? Okay, fine. Good. Well, originally I am from uh, the southeast of the island, right. uh, Rio Claro to be exact. A population just about, mm, about 4,000 individuals, right. basic uh, produce agricultural sector. And um, from humble parents, just about, uh, uh, I'm the five, um, five of 10 siblings. And my parents, I remember particularly my mother, my mother, she's very religious and with a, a deep devoted uh, lady who loves the Lord. Right. But she, um, she was a Roman Catholic, but I can tell you she was not completely satisfied with the Bible instructions, you know, uh, from the church there. And I myself uh, wanted to be an acolyte. Because from small, I had the feeling that I should be preaching or I should be doing something. And when she found out that I'm going to, to, to be an acolyte to assist the priest mainly in like mass celebration, right. it, it hastened on her effort to really remove me. Right. Fortunately, she had a friend who was a seminar Adventist. And what would I say? She got interested in the Sabbath. And as I just told you that she was not fully satisfied with the level of instruction or Bible instruction from the Roman Catholic Church. So when she learned of the truth, my father was the individual who used to go and come. But when she made that decision, he was not at home. So, and I want to make a, a point here that no one should really, what, how should I describe this? No one should allow you or give you permission to, to make a decision to follow the Lord. And as such, I can tell you that um, she made a decision on her own. She decided to, 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 to keep the Sabbath and follow her friends to go to church. Now, I didn't mind going to church because we were very small at that time. And as uh, parents, as, uh, as, as children, we have to obey our parents. Right. So, my father did not like that decision she made. And in those days, there were no email and WhatsApp and everything like that, you know, and, and just letters and letters will take a very long time. Right. And that was didn't go down too well with the relationship. But she maintained, she maintained that she need to go to church and we just follow her. Okay. Okay. So what you actually, what age did that happen at? Okay. Uh, let me see. That was about 10 or 11 years. Okay. So you gave us until 10 or 11. You explained the relationship with your mother. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's go back a little young elder well you want an elder at that time so mm -hmm. young francis if we're using the young version of you yes um full header here that kind of thing yes um what were some of your inspirations growing up well uh my okay my main i should say 
uh, my main inspiration was my mother. And I'll tell you why. I admire every day she had this de the devotion for the children, which must gather around that bed to pray every single day. And one of her favorite texts, which I still know today, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, Psalm 91, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And she will go and I, I, I see something there that later on in life I was really able to, from which to benefit. When it comes to devotion on mornings, right. at 4 o'clock, everybody has to get up. At f whether you're going to school, whether you're going to work, everybody has this to. This is 4 a.m., right? 4 a.m. Every morning. Every morning. When you are through with the devotion, uh, when you can go back to sleep or you can do what you are uh, like if you didn't have to go to work or you have to go to school. But every morning, we had to rise. We ha in the night, it's around that bed to pray. And in the morning, it's really to have devotion to face the day. And then I learned that even from the reading of one of my favorite writer writers, that if we are not covered in the day with prayer, you are not safe to go through the day. That later on, I learned that. So I saw the value in what she was doing. So, I just want to ask you a quick question, and the Bible speaks so much about training up a child. I see that you're always on time for church. I see that you're always on time for meetings. I see that you always do and have a, or make it your business to be on time. Would you say that has a connection there between the time you used to get up for devotions and your punctuality right now? Well, the thing about it is, um, from very small, with that punctuality, she instilled in us. I learned to understand that um, from a devotional aspect that God is an on-time God. Right. And we have to be very careful when it comes to time keeping because he keeps his time. So if I never want to be late for work, I never want to be late for church, I never want to be late for a concert or a football match or what have you, I want to be just on time. And that, that which he instilled from that very early rising in the morning to, to, to nurture in me, I found that a very example to, uh, to emulate. To, to go through there and from that time to now i am very <laughs> i'm always on time i got an award on for being on time at work you know <laughs> <laughs> okay so we we looked at your childhood we looked at your inspiration um but what are the things that i really like about this series mm -hmm. um is that we're getting an in-depth look of who you are yes um this goes a little deeper than the testimony you'll give um or the experience or the sermon that you'll share this okay. takes an in-depth look at your life okay so we're going a little older now 25 30 around my age so i'm guessing that you were always well dressed um but <laughs> you smile so that's that's probably true um but 25 30 what were some of the things or the activities that you were involved in like what how did you spend your time a lot of people might want to know who is this like what were you doing at that age 25 30. well Actually, after, well, this is between, uh, uh, I believe between 18 and 25, I'll right. be able to tell you that I um, just finished school and um, had my, uh, in those days, I can tell you, um, most of our seniors will know that there were not too many secondary schools. There were more private secondary schools, right. so which is uh, to where I went. And um, this secondary school, after passing exam, the next thing you know is really to get a job. Right. So I spent my time, although my hobbies were cricket, football, and all the likes, I spent my time really uh, putting forward the devotion and making God, as, as the Bible have it in Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God right. and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Because at that time, you really 
you really actually want to look at your future what the future holds for you and you're hoping that you're going to get a job that will be able to assist you in meeting some of your goals and objectives that you have so some of the things that you might be going through is I wonder if I'll be able to make it. I wonder what will the future holds for me. I wonder what can I do as a, as a young man to make my life what you call more meaningful and more purposeful. Right. You know, all these other little things. I find it so ironic that totally different stories or background, but that is some of the exact same things I think about right now. Okay. So I think about my life, my future. How am I going to make it more meaningful? How am I going to impact the persons around me? So... You're searching for purpose, you're searching for meaning, and then you weren't always Adventist, but then the conversion happened. So give us a little understanding of that conversion. How did it happen um, and what led to that conversion? Well, Chris, I'll tell you this. I remember when I was just about 10 or 11 years, when my, mama, my mom had joined the, 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 the faith, keeping right. the Sabbath. I don't know if I was rude or what, but I told her, Mom, not because you joined that thing. I didn't call it religion. <laughs> not because you joined that thing. I am going to follow suit. Right. I said, I want to learn for myself and do my research as to what, what is the purpose of I, uh, for me living? What is the future beyond this life? And, and, and what can I do to contribute in some way to assist other people to get forward, even in learning what I have learned? So that when my mom got baptized in the Seventh Adventist Church, my sister, you know, I tell you, there were 10 of us. And in a relationship or in a family. There was how much? Sorry. There were 10 of us. Okay. Yes. Okay. And in a, in, in, in a relationship with the family, sometimes you have good friends. Like if you are my brother, we are not only brothers, but we are good friends. Right. So when she got married, she said that, um, that's my sister, eldest, uh, um, elder sister. She said that um, she would like to take me with her. I said, okay, because um, as company and good friends. So I went, as I went along, that was in Coover. And I'll tell you something just about Coover. A crusade was being held. And some of the questions that I had within my mind, and I believe those two speakers, I never forget them, is like yesterday. Uh, Dr. Fitzroy Maitland and um, Pastor Alvinus Bola, they preach and try to explain to uh, the, 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 the audience at that time, just on the Coover Main Road, what is life, some of the questions, what is the purpose of living, what is the future of this life, and how can we fulfill some of the objectives that we have in living, how can we get through happiness. So it arose my curiosity. I said, but this looking like some of the questions that I have. So I went one night. And after I went wed night, they have a tendency like a colloquial slang, you get hooked. <laughs> so as I went there, I went every night. And Chris, I tell, I'm telling you this. Eventually, I decided to give my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you this. Today is the first Sabbath in July. It's 54 years Amen. since I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus. Amen. To the very first church, that pioneer church in Cuba. I was, uh, I was baptized into that church. Well, of course, membership removed and everything like that. Right. So I know exactly uh, uh, what you might call, I found new management right. over my life. And I tell you something, because I got baptized, it influenced my sister now because she was just like, she following me, but truth didn't really follow me. Christ don't want us to imitate him. He wants us to follow him. I said, don't follow me. She, follow him. she got baptized in the next Sabbath. Amen. And that that brought the entire what you might call when my i'll tell you something to chris when my mom got to know that i baptized 
I knew she was praying for me. If you can get up here, I get up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know mommy never, never stop praying for her children. And that's something parents should know. Uh, whether they, 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 might be, they might find looking very disobedient because I wasn't easy. I, whether they're, they're, they're disobedient or continue to pray for them and leave them to the Lord. That when I got baptized and mom received the news, she was elated with joy. I said, Lord, you are, you are God and you just do things in time for saving me. Yeah. It's so, it's so ironic that you say that. Um, again, one of the reasons why I was so excited when I heard I was interviewing you was that as I look at my life, um, that prayer of a mother of a righteous mother yes. to me is what saves my life or what is what keeps me on the path that i'm on um, i may not i'm not perfect of course i make a lot of mistakes but knowing that your mother is praying for you like you had your mother praying for you it just gives you that sense of peace you pray for yourself yes, yes but yes. gives you that peace so i heard you say something and i'm guessing that everyone listening heard that you said it won't easy so you <laughs> you were converted but what are some for the for the young man listening at home for the young woman listening at home what were some of the struggles that you that you had moving from elder or francis chrysostom managing himself now francis chrysostom under new management okay well one of the i i know something i love very much i hinted it to you was um i love playing cricket right and in fact i used to open what for my side right and saturday was always a problem because that's about the best day you could play cricket and the teams meet together and everything so it was a real uh challenge for me not to go i i found myself even just before i baptized while mommy was even at home at the time going and play cricket with the boys on saturday and when she dressed in her church and she spot me and give the eye they have parents have a way to give you an eye correct and you know thing gonna be nice with that eye when you <laughs> when you reach home so i just ran off the field and cricket going to some well i wasn't so much in the movies except, except for in school with a special show is coming like the ten commandments or anything like that so you'll you'll, you'll come home and seek to uh, get advice mom you think i should go although they said the ten commandments might think the thorough of as the what the bible has but if you should go on so so these are some of the things that young people will face and uh, in in life but as you struggle with them i think parents i wouldn't say parents should really tolerate them but continue to pray for them right but as they continue to pray for them because they know the, the thing about it, you hinted at, at, at text, uh, train up a child in the way he should grow. And when he's old, he's not depart from it. Sure. That thing much mommy instilled in me. Although on the field, I'm thinking about it. Right. So it, it never really leaves you as such. But it, you can see from the notion that, boy, I really are totally obedient, you know. But I, I have to reach everything. When new management came, I tried by the grace of God with the, with the effort that I had and the struggles to give God that, Lord, you know my struggles. Well, I, dis I, I did find some solace in the church in that um, we have a social program. Right. And in social program, you might have the same cricket that I'm speaking about. You might have football. And if that came to fruition, because in my days, we had zones. And you had like a district leader and all the different things. So the, the different competition that will take place, whether it be t table tennis. I don't know if you could beat me in table tennis. I could try. <laughs> and, and everything like that. So these were part of my normal acti uh, activity that I loved. And I, I, I found a little, uh, little solace in see what the church has to offer until such time to keep me. Right. So what I like about this is that we're taking a, very briefly, we're taking a journey through your life. And 
pulling out the points or the things that we could learn and apply to our own. When we were talking on the phone before the interview, you said to me that submission was one of your challenges. Yes. Um, submitting. How does that, or how did you struggle with submission? What you learned from submitting and what could you share with us today um, or to me or to everyone who's listening about submission? Well, first of all, submission is not totally giving up all your rights. But right. at the same time, you, you want to know, you, have, you want to reach the point where there is a fair degree of obedience. Particularly your parents, where, where uh, my mom, in fact, where she would like me to go a particular way. And let me say this, our parents have the world of experience and the desire for you is good. It's very good. I should say very good. So sometimes we find because of um, our parents might not like certain things for us, but at the same time, they see down the road which we do not see and they are trying to to guard us like you have is like this you have you have a house or you have the road and there's a guardrail over the guardrail there's a precipice so sometime when you're going along that road uh, uh the discipline will be like the 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 the, the, the guardrail that when you hit that guardrail you don't fall off the precipice but discipline to come back on track you you, you, you understand so into submission will enable me to know look it not I totally accept or totally I agree, but it gives me and and, and young people think yeah they, they, it gives me the opportunity to really uh, think what is right and seek to do what is right not in my own strength, but the strength of above which sometimes the little canal nature will still be there to disobey. But in all in all, I think in totality submission is the way to go for any young person or adult. Um. What is your personal story in terms of victory through submission? Okay. Ah, well, uh, that's a good question. What I can tell you is I did not depend on myself to get that victory. Because although I had liked this and liked this, and this was a, a, was a really challenge for me, it's only when I, there's a term that we use, when I surrender. I'm going to give you a slight illustration. I was learning to swim. And... When I got into the water, say why the why WMCA? When I got into the water, I tried to beat up. The coach, the swimming coach, come to me. He said, Just don't don't do that. All I want you to do is to surrender to the water. Submit yourself to the water. I tell you, Chris, when I submit myself, he didn't know that he was preaching a, a sermon to me. Because when I submit and just say, Lord, you take over. <laughs> okay. I got afloat. You, you, you understand? So submission, you can get the victory through Jesus Christ. When you, in other words, let go and let God. Okay, so we we almost to the end. And I want to thank you for sharing so much with us. Well, ready? Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, one of the things that we see with with COVID-19, um, we have social media and young persons find it a little challenging in the church today. And sometimes we feel so isolated and we think that the persons of the older generation, the elder Chrysostoms and the elder St. Bryce's, they never had to deal with this. And now COVID happens, COVID-19 happens, and now we're physically distant. So you spoke about going to church, you spoke about the zones, you spoke about cricket, you spoke about your friends, your community, you spoke of all those things and those things had a keen part in terms of your spiritual development. They're struggling right now. Okay. 
what would you say to them, um, those who are going through that experience? Well, I'll tell you this, Chris. It's a question I always ponder in respect to the challenges or what you might call what I face in my generation and to what you or the, the young people now face in this generation. I want to say something as we speak about the, at the table series. I don't want to give the enemy a seat on this table. Not at all. So what I'm going to do is this. We have a common enemy and that common enemy was in my days. He's still the common enemy. Right. The Bible describes him as rowing. He was like a lion. But I want to tell you this. Our young people know. Sometimes, sometimes people want to find if it's really harder or if it's easier for them or, 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 or what have not. I'll tell you this. I think there's more pressure on young people in this age. But I'll tell you this. While the devil is rowing like a lion. And in these days, in this century... Like he has a catalyst in that row. Right. He knows he has about a short time. But he still has to come up to the line of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm telling you? Good night. And he has already been a defeated foe. So the power that is available to me back then is still available to them. In other words, what young people to me has to do, although we have the, 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 the connectivity with the world wide, World Wide Web, or what you might call uh, WhatsApp, uh, Twitter, FaceTime, although we have more information available to them, it means that, look, they have to do some, they have to do some searching in respect to know that all things are possible with God. And their life could be still a success by giving God and availing themselves to the power that God can put in them. Because the, some, the power that God puts in me in that day, in our young people in those days, is more for them because we could never out, 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 out match what God has for us. So what I'll say, erroneous, as he continues to the intensity, they're changing lifestyle. We have, um, we have um, choices to make. They have clothing, changing clothing. They have um, acceptance of, well, I always want to find LBGTQ, you know, you know what I mean? They accept the, the choice that we have with that now. But with the pressure that is placed upon them, they still have available power to them to let them know that once they hold on to that man jesus christ victory is theirs so pressure yes we're conscious of the pressure but there's victory right good so i like i like i like how we're going i like the fact that there's victory um the same god that you saw so that was your source of strength is now our source of strength he has not changed and he understands what we're going through right but when we leave here, um, I'm someone who likes practical steps. Mm -hmm. um, you could hear a nice sermon. You could you could listen to everything that is being told. Mm -hmm. But if I don't sometimes have practical steps, it feels it almost feels okay. That's a nice. That's something nice to say. What would you say are two simple mm -hmm. practical steps that I could apply to my life to gain that victory in Jesus? Okay simply this i will just i know what i'd pass through i can tell young people you must have a saving relationship with jesus christ sitting at his feet having a saving relationship with jesus christ it doesn't mean that you will make mistakes but like micah tell you that every time he falls he gets up falls he gets up 
So they, they, the young people have victory on their side through Jesus Christ. And I tell you this. They must value, and I use that word value. Apart from the saving relationship, they must value the word of God. You can't be a Christian and, not, and, and neglect the word of God. You probably could be a church member, not a child of God. Okay. You, you, you understand? Once you're a child of God, the word of God is of paramount importance to you. Because it's by the word you'll be able to resist sin. By the word you'll have the blessed assurances. By the word you have the promises of God. And let me tell you something, Chris. There are over 8,000 promises in that Bible for us to claim. I have a challenge right now because I want to repeat all. So that any situation that turns up, they that trust in the Lord shall be among Zion, which cannot be removed but abided forever. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall. All of these promises fit in situation. And as they take time to, to read the Bible, they will know that they cannot grow without the Bible. As a result, they cannot grow without the Bible. The Bible comes like an like a agency by which they can turn their life over to God and nothing, again, let me maintain, nothing is impossible. And I'm using a word here pray, pray. Pray because the devil knows as you stop praying that that power that connection that we have he he's an opportunist so he's going to take full advantage of that so young people pray 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 and not only that there's, there's a little acronym plenty prayer plenty power little prayer little power so i advise them to pray and i'll tell you this attend church regularly not forsaking the assembly of the brethren as the manner of some is in back days, my mom, they used to go to church. Well, the thing what I discover now in our society and in the, the challenge, the, the, the people tend to be less religious in the orientation. Long ago, uh, our parents were more spiritually mature. That even bad boys used to go to church. Now it's, it's a different, it, like they call it, a different kettle of fish. You understand? So what we are saying, share with the Lord. Share your, your, you got a job, give, don't be selfish, share with the Lord. And also, I'll tell you this, as you attend church, Ah, have a strong, healthy relationship with good believers. Show me your friends. And they will be able to assist you that when hardship and trouble come, you still have something to turn you. Because I tell you this, young people have a lot of avenues to which they can turn to now for help. And not only take it and say, oh, the devil this and the devil. No, he's glad when you exalt him. Exalt the name of Jesus because he has the power that we need. Correct, correct. Okay, so we, so from what you said, I got three powerful points. Mm -hmm. um, saving relationship with God. Pray, 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 and read his word. And find, congregate with the brethren. Yes. And surround yourself with like-minded Christians or positive people. Good believers. Good believers. Okay, so I know I didn't ask you this one over the phone, but because I wanted to throw one in there, um... As we wrap up, um, and I thank you so much for being as vulnerable as you were for sharing. What would you like the church, um, your friends, your family, what would you like the wider congregation to remember Elder Francis Chrysostom for? Oh, well, simply a man who loves the word of God, loves Jesus Christ, and loves to share the word. Simple. That's it. Yes. That's it. Um, and what is one last encouragement to all the 200,000 young people looking. So look at them straight in that camera there. And one bit of encouragement. I would like bit. to tell you all, never give up. 
never give up no matter what your struggles what your your dis, your, your disappointments what they are sometimes they will come but we have one a person who have gone through all those experiences and they were victorious but make him first and last and best in your life and get victory to him i can testify to that fact and i although it it has been years ago and at the present time i still need victory from him do that and victory will be yours i think i think i, I can't say anything else after that so i want to thank you so much elder for sharing with us for opening your heart and your mind to us um so to those that are listening out there we've come to the we've come to the end of our first two interviews and we've learned so much from the first interview one of the things that stood out to me is the power of reading the you know as much as you read um and we got that from elder gideon and also the power of listening or being guided to find your purpose sometimes we as young people feel that we don't know we don't know what direction we should go to or where it will come from and we're waiting for the sign from god we're waiting for some indication that this is for us his own came in a in the strangest of ways he picked his purpose um in a tin and we as we as we listen to those things sometimes god has humor god has humor and we learn yes. that we should trust him in every situation um we learn that sometimes it's not always laid out we as young people we want it laid out start middle end and it's not always like that it's about trusting him and we thank elder chrysostom for you. sharing Welcome. for opening up and sharing with us different story starting out a little different but i think it's the same it's the same we're going to the same direction is about trusting in god having faith studying his word and depending totally and solely amen, on him amen so i want to thank you guys for tuning in i want to thank all of you all for coming and i look forward to next week now next week we're going to have two other elders dynamic powerful but you're going to get to see them in a different light as they open and they share with all of us so tune in next week saturday to at the table where we discuss and we get to know our elders and the leaders of our church in a more intimate and a place for you at my table return to me